Welcome to the Know, Like, Trust podcast for real estate professionals. In this podcast, you'll discover what it takes to establish know, like, and trust, and connect with the right people for success in real estate. If you're a marketing strategist, real estate agent, or another professional in the real estate space, and you're interested in building a referral-based business, you're in the right place. Here are your hosts, Betty Russo and Christine George. Hey friends, I'm Betty Russo with the No Like Trust podcast. Christine and I are taking a little break, so we decided to share another one of our fan favorites with you this week. Back in March, I had the opportunity to attend Social Media Marketing World, and it was nothing short of incredible. If you haven't heard of it before, Social Media Marketing World is an annual event hosted by Social Media Examiner, where the top industry pros get together and share their best tips, insights, and so much more on the social media platforms we all know and love. Christine and I had a great conversation after the event, and I shared my biggest takeaways with her and our listeners, and we're excited to share them with you again today. Get ready to take some notes. This is a good one. Hello, hello. Welcome, everyone, to the No Like Trust show and podcast. I'm Christine George. And I'm Betty Russo. Thank you for joining us today. Yeah, I am super excited today to talk to Betty. Uh, Betty, today we're talking about the social media marketing world conference and Betty mm-hmm. has been attending it for the last couple of days virtually today she's going to share you know some of her top takeaways and when we were chatting in the green room beforehand she was like it was mind blowing she said her head was about to explode so i am just i'm going to kick get right into it uh Betty tell me first of all what is the Social Media Marketing World Conference. What is it all about? How did it get started? How did you get involved into it? In it, give us a little bit of the background. Okay, so um, a couple of years ago, I happened upon um, a podcast. Go figure, um, a podcast that I really fell in love with, and I started listening to religiously, called the Social Media Marketing Podcast, hosted by Michael Stelzner, and he's fantastic. Every week he has on a guest um, and he interviews them and it's all social media marketing related, uh, all different aspects of social media marketing. So uh, I was so into that, that when they announced um, social media marketing world, which I had heard of in the past, um, but I was never really, I never really thought about attending. I decided I have to attend this thing. It's amazing. It's going to be amazing. And I actually was going to go in person, but then the universe had different plans for me. Um, So I was lucky enough that I was able to attend virtually. And it was, it was mind boggling. Like my my, still, still at this moment, I'm like, ah, my brain is, is on overload. So yeah. So bear with me. Uh, I have a lot of great information to share. Oh my God. Okay. So first of all, before we move on, um, uh, if you're joining us live, please, you know, let us know you're here. Give us a, a quick hello. Tell us where you're joining us from. Um, and then, you know, we'll, you know, any questions you have as we move through this, that would, you know, we're, we're welcome to, you know, hear those. So, all right, Betty, let's, um, let's just dive right in. Tell yeah. us what sessions you have attended so far. 
Oh my gosh. Well, I attended a lot of sessions, um, put it this way. Social media marketing world is basically the speakers that he talks to in the podcast um, all the time, but in person. And I was so interested in so many of the topics that I listen to as many as I can throughout the day, yesterday and today. So the topics, the, the, the different events throughout the day were run like consistently, continually. And there were some that I couldn't attend because they were going on at the same time um, that others I wanted to attend. So I'll be able to go back and watch those. But I did watch a lot that had to do with storytelling, Instagram, everything Instagram, um, YouTube, Facebook, you know, uh, all of the, the platforms that I like to be on. There was some really interesting information. Um, now, this is totally new to us, Christine, and I can't really explain it. I can just tell you what they told us, but about Web 3.0 and the metaverse. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Whoa. All right. So let's just like, Christine, I want, yeah, that was me. I wanted to like, I can't even comprehend what I'm hearing right now. All right. So let's, let's like dial in. Let's, can you give us like your five biggest takeaways? Yeah. Um, my, yeah. So in no particular order, I think I'm going to start with Um, I'll leave the really meaty stuff for the end. Um, And while the metaverse is very meaty, I can't really explain it, like I said, other than what I heard, because I don't really understand it. Okay. But I want to start with that. Um, I feel like from what I'm hearing, it, it is going to change the way we do everything, Every single thing. Like okay. think of the Jetsons times a hundred. Like it is so far behind what we know and do today. It's totally going to change everything. That's what they say. Um, apparently Web 3.0 is separate from the metaverse, but they're going to work together um, to bring virtual reality together with, oops, sorry about that, to get the virtual reality in sync with physical reality. So we're talking the ability for you and I to be having this conversation in the same room from two different locations via hologram, even the ability to touch each other. Come on. I, 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 kid you not. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be really interesting. So I, I actually have so many notes. I want to refer to my notes because um, I want to make sure that I get this right. So um, for, you mean ahead. like, like Star Trek, you know, like, like out of this, out of like this beam me up, world, Scotty? out of this world, <laughs> you're going to be able to do things in person that we do virtually now, except you will be virtual. We're talking holograms, robots, all of that crazy stuff that you've only seen in movies. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, 
there's going to be a lot of artificial intelligence. Um, you see they're starting it with gaming already. Um, you know, a lot of kids that do gaming, I mean, there's something to it because they're learning like the beginning of this. Mm -hmm. And this is going to be huge in the lives of the next generation because it's going to be how they operate pretty yeah. much. And communicate um, and connect. Yeah, exactly. Um, I have, you know, so Web3 is how we are connected. The metaverse is the actual experience. They're connected, but they're different. Um, you know, instead of doing things on our phones or on the computer, we're going to have the, the glasses that we can see all of it, this through. I think it's kind of bizarre right now. I have mixed feelings about it because I don't really know enough about it. I feel like it's going to take away the personal connection, but I think that they're, I think that, um, what they're trying to accomplish with this is to connect us more in some way, shape or form by physically being able to be together, even though we're not. So the experience is going to be supposedly like we really are together. Yeah. However wow. that, however that works. <laughs> yeah. You said you have mixed feelings about it. I mean, it's really interesting because we are in the relationship business. We are the no like trust podcast that's built on relationships. How do you think this is going to affect our ability to build relationships and have that personal connection? Well, they say it's going to bring us closer together. They also say it's going to give us more power over our belongings instead of giving the power to somebody else. Like when you think about social media and how the big tech companies have all the power over our information, this is supposed to provide us with power over our own things and not allow anybody else to own our stuff, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Hmm. They also gave a really interesting example um, in regard to selling. So if you have a product and you sell it, you make money on that product. But if the person that owns it sells it to somebody else, you don't make money. Every item that we own is going to be tokenized. So that if it changes hands again, the original owner or creator is acknowledged for it. Got it. Monetarily in some way, shape or form. Interesting. So that's pretty interesting as well. Wow. All right. So that's, that's one takeaway. What's number two? Yeah. Um, gosh. We talked, well, they talked a lot about storytelling. So let's talk about that. Yeah. I, I find storytelling interesting. And recently I started building it, you know, into the captions um, for my content. And I started doing it because I started, you know, following a few storytellers online and, you know, what they have to say really makes sense. So I said, I need to dig more into this because I know that I'm storytelling to an extent, but I know there's a lot more that I can do with it. Yeah. So storytelling. Um, so stories create a human connection, right? Versus just putting your information out there with no context. 
you're telling a story, you're drawing somebody in. People want that human connection. People want to interact. They want to know the backstory. It's human nature. So storytelling creates the relationships and keeps the connections going. Um, people, let's say, like, so instead of, like I said, just putting your, your, yourself out there blank, like ask questions, tell me how you accomplish X, Y, Z. Tell me what happened with your, with your client, Mm -hmm. walk me through the story so that I can understand where you're coming from so that I can understand like what's going on in your brain versus just blanket information that really does nothing for me. Um, Storytelling is huge. It is the way everything is going. Storytelling is being built into everything. It's really important that we, that we take that on and we build that into everything we're doing uh, socially online. You know, um, I love the idea of storytelling and I, I keep it front of mind in everything that I do. I remember last week when Chelsea was on, she said the magic is in the mundane. Uh, and she said, you know, she gave the example of, um, you know, when you're hosting an open house and let's say your heel gets stuck, you know, in the door on the way in, I mean, use that in your presentation of the house, you know, like I, oh my God, I just got here to do my open house and my heel got stuck. So I think that that's really important. I think it definitely sets you apart because it's very authentic. It's your voice. It's your story. Mm -hmm. Do you have, did they give you any recommendations on, cause it's really a skill. Like, did they give you any recommendations on how to think about creating the stories. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I have, I'm going to have to pull this up on my screen. So bear with me. Um, <clears throat> there was one speaker there. Her name was Anne Handley. And she actually gave out a map of what your story should include. Oh, tell us. Every story has a beginning, middle, and end. Every story needs to. If one of those pieces is missing, it's just not right. Something is lost. So the roadmap that she gives is actually numbered. And it's like, it starts with once upon a time, there was whatever your product is, fill in the dots. It has the capacity to do what? What's the superpower? Some people doubt it because why? But one day this happens, which means you're going to be better off for it for whatever reason. Um, or it's going to do this to help people achieve this. And why does that matter? Um, oh, and that brings so brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. It actually is very br- brilliant. And she did give us um, some examples of that. Um, actually, you know what, before I even go on to that, she, there was another person that talked about, that spoke about storytelling as well. Um, and he said in, in his story, he has these bullet points. Who is the character? What do they want? Why can't they have what they want? What's at stake if they don't get what they want? Who or what helps them do what they couldn't do before? How do they get what they want? How is the character transformed as a result? 
So, yeah, two, you two know, very distinct ways of thinking about storytelling. I, I, I love that. Um, before we go on, Betty, I just uh, do want to remind folks if you're watching live or if you're watching the replay, definitely uh, chime in, let us know where you're joining from. would love to hear from you and, and get your thoughts as well. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know what? I just came across something, something funny that I wanted to share. Um, Anne Handley, one story that she told that, that was actually comical was about the fact that her son was trying to sell a couch he was actually trying to give it away on Facebook marketplace and he didn't really get any interest. And she was like, I'm a storyteller. I'm going to make a story out of this. And he was like, Oh, come on, mom, give me a break. You know? And she was like, no, 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 I'm going to do this. It's just not a Brown couch. There's so much more to it. So here was her story. And she, she put this out in bullet form. Once upon a time, there were two Brown couches. They had the capacity to offer a comfy spot to sit. Some people doubt them because they're brown, but one day an 18-year-old gets his first college apartment, which means his mom searches on Facebook for the best sofa or two to help find an option that is sturdy, comfortable, long-lasting, and that matters because he will feel at home in a new place, which brings <laughs> together his entire new friend group. Without friends, the entire college experience is a fail. So how, how our, her ad turned out was... Pumpkin spice couches times two. Two upholstered, gently used love seats in a rich caramel hue. Deep, comfortable seating. Generous arm with sturdy back pillow support. Perfect for binging Netflix or cozying up with your bestie. From a smoke-free, pet-free seasonal college. Sad to see these go. $95 for the pair. She was overwhelmed with responses. So it's wow. just a little example of how your story and the way you present things can change things drastically. Yeah, yeah I love I, that. I loved that. that was what a sweet. great example. That's yep. phenomenal. That's phenomenal. All right. Storytelling is number two. What's yeah. number three? Number three. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Let's talk about YouTube. Um, because I find that I don't utilize YouTube as much as I should, even though all of my videos are there. Um, I keep them there. I house them there. They're nice and safe there and easy to find if you're looking <laughs> for a specific topic, right? Um, but there's so much more that we can do with YouTube. Um, YouTube is, let's face it, it's a search. Um, uh, what do you call it? Tool. Yes. Um, and, and it's huge. Everyone uses YouTube. But how do you get found on YouTube? If you're not utilizing it correctly, you're not going to get found on YouTube other than, you know, who you send it to. But YouTube rewards your videos for the content and the way you produce it. Not necessarily in that sense, but the way you produce it and your content and, and your thumbnail is going to bring more attention to it. And the more attention it gets, the more people YouTube puts it out to. It's the same with, you know, all of the others. But I never realized that about YouTube. Yeah. Um, because I just haven't dug in deep enough. One thing that I learned, and this is huge, is that my thumbnails are super boring. It's not, they're not attracting anyone. My oh, thumbnails for YouTube, they have to change. And 
Coincidentally, I posted a video yesterday on YouTube in between uh, sessions and I totally changed uh, the thumbnail. I just added some graphics to it. I mean, I don't, I don't think it was a big change. I didn't really have time for a big change, but the thumbnail is huge. Interesting. Huge. I never yeah. would have thought that. Yeah. And also uh, with YouTube, what I'm famous for is I just kind of put a little blurb in there. I always add my contact information um, and how you can find me, you know, in, in the body of, of each uh, caption. But I think I need to get a little deeper with storytelling in YouTube as well. Wow. So what oh. a great way to tie in YouTube and, and storytelling. That's yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I think, you know, YouTube's been such a huge search tool for many years, for a long time. I think, I don't even know if it, I don't think it's surpassed Google at this point, but it's still, I think like the number two search tool. And so I don't, you know, so many of us just use it as a library, you know, a place to house, like you were saying our videos. And so you know, we really, there's just, you're right. There's a huge opportunity to um, gain more visibility if you just make a few tweaks. Yeah. And you know what, with YouTube, like, I don't think a ton of real estate agents are using it. Obviously, if you go on YouTube in, in the whole scheme of things, you'll see a lot of people there. But if you know a hundred real estate agents, uh, I think very few of them are using YouTube and right. YouTube is huge. I mean, there's a huge advantage out there with YouTube if you do it right, because you really can get your message in front of a lot of people. Well, you know, you, you sent me that um, podcast last week, Michael Steltzner's podcast on <clears throat> how to gain more viewership. And he did actually talk about podcasting and how um, YouTube is now moving into the podcasting space, yeah. doing exactly what we're doing today, which is live streaming. We're live streaming right now on Facebook and YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, and then, so you've got the long form, which is the long, you know, form video. And then you've got, you know, sort of the shorter form podcast. So it's really interesting. Everybody is vying for viewership, the eyes and ears, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. Okay. Tell us what is number four. Okay. So <clears throat> I saved this for almost the end because it's huge. And of course that's Instagram. Instagram is huge because there's so many different parts of Instagram. Um, and what I've really discovered is that I really have to get into reels. Let's leave it oh. at reels for Instagram because there's so much to talk about with Instagram. Let's talk about reels. Gosh, um, it's something that we really need to focus on. This is the way of the world. This is what it's going to. People like that short snippet of information. Make it informative. Select your niche and stay within your niche. Now that for me, was that really caught my attention because I've done a few reels, but I haven't really focused on real estate with my reels. I've been playing with it. So I did one of my dog, my mom's yeah. dog, coffee. Hey, does anybody <laughs> want coffee? I'm making a cup of coffee, right? <laughs> so funny. Oh God, that one was your best one. That one was oh my so gosh. good. I had so much fun with that. It was hysterical. Um <laughs> 
I even got my husband to, to help me with the, with the filming, but it, it was funny. But uh, all of that aside, I mean, and I think it is good to practice and do some fun things, you know, and, and even when I focus on real estate, it has to be fun. You have to be entertaining. You don't have to sing and dance, but you can be entertaining. And what I've been doing, and they talked a lot about this is, you know, go ahead and, and scroll through reels and find what talks to you, find what you like, save it, save the music. You can always go back um, and revisit it and create it. Reels is going to be looking though for original content going forward. So a lot of what you see right now is repetitive. It's what's trending. They are going to be looking for original content and original content that is created within the app. So Ah. not a create a video, not a create a long-term video and drag a snippet of it and throw it into real, not create a video even if it's short and put together outside of reels, they want to see the reel being created right in the app. Wow. Of course they just, they just want to keep you there. They don't want to, they don't want you going anywhere else. Makes absolutely, absolutely. One other thing I did find out that I thought was interesting because a lot of times, and I did this just last night, sometimes when I'm, uh, you know, can't go to sleep or whatever, I'm like scrolling through reels because I like to get ideas of what I can do. And, um, I, click right on the real thing in the, in the main section, not in, in my account. Cause in my account, that'll show me my reels. I want to see everybody else's. So what you're seeing in the feed there is not necessarily, um, it is what's trending, but it's not necessarily what reels is feeding you. If that makes any sense. Reels is feeding you what's trending because there are a lot, there's a lot of activity on them, but a lot of people are also putting money behind, behind what they're doing to show it to you. So it's not completely organic, Organic. what you're getting organic. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, That makes sense. You know, there's ways to do it organically and it's by being original, sharing your information, being fun, you know, being light and uh, staying it in the app. What's that? Staying in the app. Staying in the app and sticking to your niche. Because if you go outside of your niche, whatever you're filming, anybody that's attracted to that video may start following you. They're yeah. not necessarily your people. Yeah. You want the right people to follow you. So you need to stay in your niche. And that makes so much sense because yeah. that's what I do, you know, uh, on my other social media platforms. Mm-hmm. I post about what I do and yeah. who I am as a person, you know, and that's okay too for reels, but you have to narrow it down. Got it. So interesting. Okay. And the last big takeaway from social media marketing world. So I wouldn't necessarily call this a takeaway, but I wanted to mention it because it is so in tune with what we do. Um, there was and there was a session called uh, the voice of trust and it was about pretty much getting people to know like and trust you right 
So uh, it, it talks so much to me about what we do. And I just want to read some of my notes here. Um, talk openly about who you are, who you are. At, okay, wait, let me say that again. Talk openly about who you are and are not a good fit for. So you can't be all things to all people. And I remember in the beginning of my real estate career, I thought that I had to be, and I know now that I don't have to be. Uh, you're spreading yourself too far and too thin. You have to talk to who you are and what you're comfortable with in order to attract the right people, right? Um, if you're not attracting the right people, who are you attracting? A mishmash of people, right? It, it, it just doesn't make sense. Um, Talk about pricing, cost, and rates. What drives costs up? What drives costs down? Why are some things more expensive and other brands less expensive? Where do I fall in the mix? So talk about, you know, make comparisons. I mean, don't call anyone out or, or be rude, but like, here's what you get. Here's what I offer versus here's what the other person offers. Don't be afraid to say my price is higher because I do this, this, and this. Um, be open about it so there's no surprises. Um, learn the skill of disarmament, meaning say something that people don't expect you to say <laughs> to get their guard down, to make them feel comfortable with you. Nothing shocking, just the good, honest truth that they're not expecting, not that they're not expecting the truth, but they're not expecting such openness. Yes. So be open and honest. People's guard will come down as they start to trust you. Uh, show your secret sauce. You yeah. talked about this before and Chelsea said it last week. You are your secret sauce. Nobody can do it like you. So show it. I yeah. mean, they even example of, you know, a, a the production of something, I don't remember what it was, but, you know, uh, a business owner saying, oh my God, don't show that. And the guy was like, but they're doing the same thing everywhere else. But right. when you do it, it's different because your stamp is on it. Yeah. So show your secret sauce. Um, people want to see the story and the backstory, as we all know. Um, be willing to make comparisons without bias and stop just saying it, but show it. Oh my so, God. I love it. Love I love that. Yeah. Uh, you know, Christine, I, I, yeah, uh, I was going to say, I have so much more. Um, I, I think we can really build this into, you know, other podcast episodes there. There is so much more about all of this that was just incredible. And I would love to share, you know, down the road. You're excited. Well, I have so much time. <laughs> I know your excitement is so contagious and yeah. just so, um, it makes, you know, I want to go to social media marketing world. Maybe next year you and I will go physically there and enjoy a little time on the beach as well. Yes, Who knows? I would love to go. I would Who love knows? to go. Yeah. While I was there watching it virtually, I was like, oh, I, I kind of wish I was there, you know? I know. I, know. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing but, like San Diego. I mean, it's gorgeous yeah. there for I sure. Yeah. Those were amazing takeaways. So I am just going to rattle them off real quick. Uh, the metaverse storytelling, uh, YouTube, great tips on YouTube, Instagram, and the power of reels, 
uh, and the voice of trust. Like what better way to end this conversation than with the voice of trust? One of the things I loved about what you said when you were talking about the voice of trust was, you know, say something to get their guard down. And, you know, oftentimes that means, you know, being vulnerable yourself, you know, and man, we need a little more of that. Don't we need a little more of that? We really do. So I'm working on it every day. You're working on it Mm -hmm. every day. And, you know, I, I certainly, I certainly wish that for all of us anyway. Oh my God. Thank you so much. That was awesome. We definitely should dig, dig back in when it's over and you have a little, a little bit more of it digested. Uh, in the meantime, like I said before, if you're watching the replay, um, let us know, let us know, make a comment, tell us, you know, what resonates with you. Tell us where you're coming in from. We'd love to know more. Um, thanks for joining us. Uh, we, as always, we would love it. If you're enjoying our podcast, if you would like, uh, comment, subscribe, share it with your friends. And if you're watching on YouTube, definitely hit that subscribe button and make sure you subscribe. Yes. Five stars. Five stars. <laughs> Five stars would be awesome. <clears throat> All right, everyone. You, Have everyone. yourself a great day. That was Take awesome. Care. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, we'd love it if you subscribe and leave a review. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, please reach out to Christine or Betty on social media for consideration. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Please join us next time for another insightful conversation on incorporating know, like, and trust into your business.